Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Power Forgiveness Podcast. My name is Dwayne Staten, and I want to thank you for tuning in for another episode. This podcast is meant to help those toward the path of forgiveness, for the ones who have been hurt, heartbroken, forever changed by something that was said or done to them, which changed their mindset, the course of their relationships, their future, and even their life in general. With this podcast, I speak about the lessons I've learned from forgiveness, and I give it to you, the audience. Today is a special episode where I have a coaching session with my good friend, Taylor Masusi. She's also a life coach who graduated from the Anne Arundel Community College Life and Engagement Coaching Program, and she's working toward her 100 hours to become ICF certified. Her goal is to empower women and to support people to level up in all aspects of their life. She's an adrenaline junkie who loves being outdoors unless she's at home with her three cats, which are beautiful and lovely, by the way. And we did a coaching session where she wanted to forgive her father, and surprisingly, she had to forgive someone else. This is an episode I definitely want you all to listen. Also, for all the new and returning listeners, please do us a favor and go and leave a five-star written review. We really appreciate it. It helps the podcast get more reach. Now, without further ado, here's the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Power of Forgiveness Podcast. My name is Dwayne State, and I have my good friend Taylor Masusi. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> Yo, so let's start off the episode by saying this. Taylor's super dope. And <laughs> I met her while I was getting in my class for coaching. And automatically, you know how you sense someone's energy in the room, or in this case, in the Zoom room, that you were just like, <laughs> okay, this person has something that has a lot to offer. That's what she gave off. And when she interacted with the group, I was like, yep, she's dope. And then we took another class together, uh, how to start a coaching business. And again, she was just making waves again, which does not surprise me. So I'm glad, I wanna say thank you for coming on. I appreciate it, I really do. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> oh, man. So let's see. So I want to start off with the icebreaker. We're going to make things very light, very fun. So what is your favorite musical instrument and why? Ah, that's a good one. Um, my favorite musical instrument, OK, it's piano, without a okay. doubt. OK. Why? I just think I like how many keys there are. So it's yeah. like, it brings such a, like, there's such a spectrum of sound that comes out. And I'm just, I like how it gives you a variety. Yeah. 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 You play the piano? I dabble. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. My favorite musical instrument. I don't know if this is cheating or not. But um, turntables, like DJ turntables, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. I actually learned how to DJ. I really did. That's so cool. It is. And I learned the difference between, you know, switching tracks and everything. I just didn't learn how to scratch. So that's what I have to learn next. I want to learn how to scratch. So as soon as I go to a party, everybody be like, oh, DJ White's in the building. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I hope to accomplish. So. Yeah, and I actually have a turntable set at my parents' house. So, yeah, that's, oh, that's dope. Um, <laughs> I got to get into that again. Um, so, 
I wanted to, again, I know I said it again, but I just want to say thank you for this. So when you contacted me, you said that you had a story to tell, not only a story, but you wanted to be coached on it, mm -hmm. on this subject. So if you could a little bit tell what it is we will be talking about today. Okay, so today we'll be talking about my biological father. Mm -hmm. um, so to give you just a little background, he left when I was around the age of five, just off the face of the earth. Um, and when he left, his entire family cut me off as well. Mm -hmm. And he came back into my life 15 years later, which was not last year, but the year before. So that was 2019. And he just started contacting me and he dropped a bomb on me. Hey, you have a half sister. Um, so I found out I had another sister who I lived 40 minutes away from my entire life. And then he, we tried to build a relationship and he crossed my boundaries a lot. And eventually like I had to cut him off. And then last year around Thanksgiving, he did commit suicide. And it just like unopened a lot it reopened, I'm sorry, a lot of things. And I don't feel like I fully got to talk about it because I had to be the next of kin. So handling all those things and not being able to really sit with my emotions was difficult at this age, being only 21. Um, so yeah, I wanna, I, I forgave him, but I feel like I have to re-forgive him after he left. Um, in the sense of like after he passed away yeah i got that so before okay so first off thank you for that background this is going to be great so before we jump in do i have permission to coach you of course all right so what would you like to design into our relationship here so i just want to design in space for myself i might be quiet and it's just thinking and then i want to design an experience of staying because i might try to run but you know i'm going to try to be present um, and stay so just call me out on it if i do that got you got you got you got you so i want to go back when your dad came back into your life what was going through your mind at that point Okay, you already, you already brought me to a spot. So mm -hmm. um, I was just like, why now? Like, it was such a random time for me. I was literally, I, as I got the friend request, I got a friend request on Facebook. And I was like, is that, is that my dad? And then, like, all types of emotions came to my mind. Like, I was like, I don't know if I'm sad or if I'm angry or if I'm like happy I've been waiting for this day for my entire life and it's finally here and what um so yeah what why now and he did give me a reason why he found my YouTube channel that I made um a year or two before I haven't even watched the videos in years but it was my coming out story of my sexual assault and he felt like he wanted to reach out to me from that and I was like I felt like he reached out to me then because my court case was a few months later right so I felt like it was the ultimate like you need to forgive your dad so then you can forgive 
the man who hurt you so that you can be free. Hmm. That connection right there. Mm -hmm. When that came to you, what did you feel in your body at that point? I felt, I felt anxiety. Like mm. I felt nervous. I felt, I felt like sick to my stomach because it was like, I knew, like, it was like, just a gut feeling in my stomach. Like, I know why this is happening now. Mm. Doesn't mean I'm ready for it. Um, but it was like a reality check. Like, this has nothing to do with anybody else. This is all for you right now. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. This is for you right now. I want to sit with that for a minute. Mm -hmm. Because you said the key. I wasn't ready for it, but I was, but it was here for me right now. Mm -hmm. In that moment, tell me. Speak to me from that moment. Um, so it was like, right now in the sense of my mind automatically like shot forward to the being in the courtroom. Mm -hmm. And like, that's just like an overwhelming feeling. Like I can't even describe what emotion it was because there's just so many. Yeah. I did feel empowered because I was coming forward, but I was scared as I want to say I was scared as crap. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I like, I can't even put into words the, I couldn't even like look over to make eye contact. I felt sick to my stomach. Like, am I going to be able to do this? Like. I felt like, am I going to back out on the day of? And it's like, you can't back out <laughs> like when it comes. So I felt like I can't, it was a reality check of you're already here. You can't get cold feet now. So what is, what, what are you going to do about it? Why are you doing this? So it was like a reminder of me like, oh, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because there was probably people before me. And if mm -hmm. I don't do this, there's going to be people after me I'm doing this for all the women who didn't feel strong enough. So I don't know. Wow. You just, you just stated your reasons right there. <laughs> yeah. And I want to applaud you. Like I'm applauding you because you in my this is what i this is what my intuition is telling me and you tell me if i'm wrong mm -hmm. you had the choice of fight or flight and you chose fight oh yeah and despite the fear you went forward and if i'll be blunt you were basic you were being a hero not only for yourself but for other people Yeah. I want you to sit with that, like really resonate with that. Knowing that, what emotions are coming up, seeing it from that perspective? Um, 
that perspective is like, like I have the biggest smile on my face right now because it's like, that's the exact reason why I came forward. And it's like, that's why I wanted to be on this podcast. And like, I've learned over time, the more I talk about it, the easier it is. And I don't cry all the time, but I'm not getting to all the nitty gritty, ugly details because that's not necessary. The main point is what's necessary is that that's not okay. And I was able to come back from that. And I want to show strength and resilience and empowerment. Um, so it's just like when you said, I'm a hero, I'm just like, wow, <laughs> like, thank you. I can't believe like I, I heard somebody say that to me because I, I never would have been like, oh, I'm a hero. But like when I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, I guess that is what I'm trying to be for people like to lean back on and be an example to do better and, you know, push people to do better. It's going to get better eventually. You just, physical wounds and mental wounds are the same. They both need time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you hear the word hero, what does your sage say to you? Hmm. My sage would say... Just like, look at you now. <laughs> like, I was never one to like the spotlight, but like, I'm slowly starting to like absorb this energy of being like, look at me, look at me in the sense of like, look at me, look what I went through and look where I am now. Like there's so many people who have such similar um, situations happen to them and they don't have somebody to fall back on or, so or they don't have the right environment. And I wanna be that environment. I wanna be that person. I wanna be that example to show people, you know, you can really do it. It's, it's all within your control and you have the power to come back from anything. You just have to believe in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful, just beautiful. I like that. I'm going to sit with that one for me. Personally, I'm going to sit that one for me. Okay. Please continue the story. Please continue. <laughs> um, so I, I did go through court, right? And I didn't win. And that was devastating. But in the same note, I had some cheerleaders, like some really good close family friends who being like, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. Look at what you put him through this past year. After everything that happened and what happened to you, you put him through hell. You scared the crap out of him, making him come here. And I was like, I don't even care about that. <laughs> That's not even the point for me. I was like, I'm setting an example to my younger sister right now. I'm setting an example to my closest friends. I have so many friends who've had this similar situations happen to them and they didn't come forward. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that breaks my heart. They didn't think they were strong enough because they didn't think anyone would believe them. And I didn't think anybody was gonna believe me either. I didn't wanna come forward. And there was so many, like I ran every situation through my head on when to say it, when I could come out, 
when to tell my parents um, because it did happen in my own home. I could have told my parents, but the first thought that comes to my mind, if I tell my dad, my dad is going to kill this person because who wouldn't want to do that if somebody hurts their daughter? My mom would lose it. And my sister, she, she shouldn't even have to deal with that right now. So I had to wait. Um, I waited 24 hours, which wasn't a lot of time, but it was a lot of time, all on the same note. And, you know, I wanted to be the example for my sister. Like, if you ever have something like this happen to you and I didn't come forward, then she probably would have never had the strength to if that was to happen to her because I'm showing her that it's okay if I don't come forward. Um, but in the sense, I didn't think anyone was going to believe me. And the more people I talked to, the more people I talked to, they were like, you have a strong case. You could win. You could win. And I didn't win. But a jury member went up to my lawyer and said, I want you to tell her that we all believe her, except there's no evidence. So he can't be convicted. And I was like, I don't care. I won. That was winning for me because they all believe me. They saw the tears. They, they made me read what I said when I first, like, you know, gave my report. I had to write tons of reports and they were trying to jumble up all my words. I was like, I wrote three reports the same exact day. So yeah, I did leave some bits and pieces out because I was exhausted. I was tired. And now you're making me read what happened in front of an entire courtroom? Like, are you kidding me? That's, that's harsh. That's yeah. really harsh to ask for, from someone. Um, that hurt my heart so much. That was very hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I had some cheerleaders with me. I brought some new girlfriends with me and, you know, I was really trying to show them what strength looks like and I was trying to show them that it was going to be okay because they all had their own crap going on too and I was like look this is me this is my most authentic self and you're going to see every bit of me today and I'll have your back 100% you got this and all of them after that day they are like freaking warriors now <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm just sitting with that. I'm just sitting with all of that. Seeing that your victory gave others the courage and confidence to move forward. What did that do to you? it's just like I feel like a mom <laughs> and I like I just feel like I watched my little kid just like grow up that's amazing like, <laughs> I want everyone to experience their most authentic self and I want everyone to you know have their victory and I tell people I've hit rock bottom once 
twice, three times, four times, five times, I will keep hitting rock bottom because after I hit rock bottom, that's the biggest uphill after that. I learned so much from that and I come back so much stronger. Um, so that's just like, wow, I gave them that with my energy, uh -huh. just being myself, being my most authentic self. It's the most rewarding thing in this entire world for me. I want you to do something for me really quick. Do you have a sheet of paper? I do have a sheet of paper. Okay. And I want you to write this down for me. Write down um, perspectives right now in the on the top of the paper and underline it. Okay. I want you to write number one, hero. Okay. And number two, mom. Okay. Okay. We're going to come back to that, but I want you to write that down for me. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So keep, okay. So with, I want to move forward. I want to ask about the story, continue with your dad, but I don't want to leave here unless there, I don't want to leave here too early. So keep going. If there's something here, keep going. But if not, I want to move on to your dad. So where would you like to go? I feel good in this environment. I'm ready to move forward into my dad. All right, go ahead, proceed. Tell me more. Okay. Um, so there's a few things that come up with my dad because on one hand, my dad left me and I shouldn't have to forgive him, but I did because I wanted to build a relationship with him. I wanted to know what happened and his experiences and I was already aware that he was not, he was mentally ill. And with that being said, I was very gracious. I had a very calm approach and I did handle myself as a adult. And I was very mature with my language, speaking very appropriately. And over time, he, he was not reciprocating that. And he was not understanding my boundaries. I would get multiple text messages all the time and they will go from complimenting me to saying how amazing and great I am. And then they'll go on to say on how I'm a bad person because I'm not responding fast enough and I'm not moving forward with him and I don't wanna talk to him on the phone. And I said, my boundaries are, I don't know who you are. You're a stranger to me. I do have memories with you, but I'm a new person now. You have to build from here. And I don't wanna to talk to you on the phone yet because I hardly know you. I don't wanna come and visit you because I hardly know you. And he was going a hundred miles per hour while I was going 25. Mm. And I tried explaining that to him on multiple occasions. And I was like, he eventually, he said some very hurtful things. And I was like, I cannot talk to you anymore. This is not healthy for me. And I'm not going to engage further. Yeah. Um, and my, my other sister, the same thing was happening to her. He was very overbearing and he lived states away. So he couldn't actually see us. He was on parole. He couldn't, you know, break that. But just to see the words that he was saying was just so hurtful. And then, so I still had hope that years later, we would still be able to see each other. 
after he gets himself together some more. Um, but then not even a year later, around our anniversary of meeting each other again, he commits suicide. And one, I'm, I'm so sorry that he felt that way, yeah. genuinely. And I felt guilty. I was like, he killed himself because he has no family. I wasn't talking to him. Why wasn't I talking to him? Maybe if I was in his life, I could have changed things. And there was a lot of guilt there. But in the same note, I feel like he jipped me out of time. Like I always, I didn't have any time with him because he left, he comes back and it's like, he's gonna give me time. He's not accepting my boundaries. So then I need time and he wasn't okay with that. And then he took time out of the equation by disappearing like that. So I felt like he just left all over again. Okay. When you were talking about your boundaries, I, f I felt that. I felt the pain you were feeling because I can tell that's important to you. So how did it feel when, they, when the boundaries were violated? Well, I have never had boundaries before and he mm. did teach me what boundaries were. And I, you know, I, it made me feel so strongly about them because I have been mistreated in other relationships in my life because I didn't have boundaries. And after learning what boundaries are and trying to put them into place and have somebody, having somebody ignore them, it's just like, I felt like I was getting slapped in the face mm. over and over and over again, because I, I'm big on chances. So I will try one way. And then if it doesn't work, I'll try it again. And if that doesn't work, then I'll try it a new way. You know, I'm all about keep trying to do new things to get people to understand because I'm aware that everyone understands things differently. So it was like, I felt like I wasn't good enough with everything I was trying. Okay. And the sense of not good enough, like when I was younger, I felt so abandoned because my parents weren't together. They weren't dating or anything. So when he left, he literally just left me. So my entire life, I'm just like, something's wrong with me. Mm. And I sabotaged all my relationships because I had a fear that they were going to leave. So I almost like blame him for that. But in the same note, that was my fear. And I was projecting that into my own relationships. So I just feel so conflicted when it comes to him. I'm, I'm going to champion you again, really giving you flowers, because that that took a lot of maturity and self-reflection. So, yes, all of that. So that's good. So I want to ask you this. Mm -hmm. When you put up those boundaries, how were your core values honored by those boundaries? How did you honor them? Hmm. Well, I did try approaching it in man many different situations that honors my creative um, value. Um, entertainment, I was entertaining him by trying to do it his ways and it not working for me. Um, giving time, I was present. I was trying multiple times to be present for him within my boundaries. Um, and 
th those are the ones that stick out the most with me right now. Okay. So creative value, entertainment. Mm -hmm. And what was the third one? Giving time. Giving time. And that's how they were honored? Yeah. Okay. I want to go back to the where you where you felt guilt. I want you to speak from that point. Mm -hmm. Like where you like how you felt. I want to speak from that point. So again, that's so conflicting because I'm like, I know I shouldn't have to feel guilty. Like he left me once, like I shouldn't feel guilty at all. But in the same note, it's it's the overachiever in me of like not wanting to give up because I don't, I don't like to say I give up on things and um, I, I can't say that I did give up because I did try multiple times, mm -hmm. but I just, I just, I closed, I closed the book and I was ready for the next one. Yeah. Um, but there's still the part of me that's like, Look, look at what you do for other people. Why didn't you do that for him? Mm. Saying that out loud, I want to ask you this. Does that sound like you? I feel like that's a saboteur. Mm -hmm. So right there, that's a saboteur. Mm -hmm. What would you, what would you say to that saboteur? Right now, the saboteur is speaking to me and it's just like, it's, it's the voice that's like, do better. Like, that's not good enough. Work harder. If, if you stop right now, then you lose all your progression. Um, that's, that's what I'm hearing. And what I would say to it is, I would say that you're living in the past. That's, mm. that's past Taylor. Um, present Taylor, she's a freaking rock star. <laughs> that's the heck she is. I'm sorry, I'm taking my coach hat off. Yes, the heck she is. Tell them that. Okay, coach hat back on. Continue on. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so... I just want to tell it to F off, <laughs> like, get away from me. I want you to write this down for me. Okay. What were the perspectives? Number three, past, past Taylor versus present Taylor. Okay. And number four, F off. You can write the whole word out if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Mm -hmm. Write all that out. Okay. Right. We're gonna come and we're gonna come back to those those perspectives. Okay. All right. So. Okay. So continue. So, was there anything here else that you wanted to speak about before moving forward about um, your dad and forgiving? Actually, no. You're in control of this situation, not me, my apologies. So what else would you like to bring here? Um, 
So at first I was going to say nothing, but something did spark in my mind. Here we go. Um, so it's a it's guilty, but it's not guilty feeling huh? of, so I was the next of kin. Right. And both me and my sister, we did get a sum of money from okay. his life insurance policy. Okay. And at first I was like, I can't accept this money. Like, why would I accept this? I don't, I don't deserve this. But then luckily I did have my boss. She said to me, she said, you know, he would have wanted to do this for you. Uh He would have wanted you to have this money. So then you can have a home where you feel safe and secure. So I'm like, okay, okay, that's fine. So I was able to accept it and the guilt slowly started to leave. But I almost, it's like, I feel like I didn't get to say thank you. And I feel like I didn't get to say goodbye either because I wasn't even ready for it. And I don't know why I'm getting emotional right now. It's it's fine. I'm going to say this to you. Let it come up. Don't fight it. (laughs) Don't fight it. It's absolutely fine. So I just... So in, in regards to his death, he, he would cross dress and his first account, he added me on, he was a cross dresser. And then as soon as I accepted it, he deleted it. He created a whole new profile dressing like the dad that I remember. Uh And what comes up for me is that I feel so sorry that he didn't feel comfortable enough in his own skin. And I feel so sorry that he felt so alone and that he had to hide that part of himself from me because that's conditional love. I'm unconditional. I don't care about any of that things. I just care about who you are as a person. So... I just feel so sorry that he got to a point in his life where he didn't feel like he had anybody because I was there just behind the curtain. You know, I I never wished any ill will towards him. I wish he was still here. And I just, you know, I just feel so sorry for anybody who's experiencing that. And I feel like that's what's coming up for me is it makes me want to speak out for more people yeah in more varieties of life yeah i want to do i want to do something if you are comfortable with it okay what i want you to do is i want you to say exactly how you feel the goodbye the thank you and i'm sorry i want you to say that to him right now It's just free thought, or that's from the heart, not free thought, from the heart, how you feel. I just want you to say that. Okay, this is gonna be a little raw and a little hard because I've been procrastinating to do this. Wow. So I first say that like, (laughs) like I love you And 
I'm so sorry that you felt so alone. And I never hated you, ever. I just wished you were here and I still do. Um, <laughs> I see the letters that you wrote me and I see the messages that you left me and I appreciate them. Um, when I'm having really bad days, like this is a little spiritual, but I believe in these things. When I get really sad and I have a really bad day, when I'm working, I get little messages from him, like heads up, pennies, heads up. It's always pennies. And they're in the most random places. I never see them before. And then I always see like a random cardinal when I never see cardinals anymore. So, hey, thanks for still showing up. <laughs> um, I just appreciate that you came back um, before um, leaving again. <laughs> I appreciate that you gave me a opportunity to find out what happened throughout my entire life and where you have been and what you've been doing. And I'm so thankful that I have another sister and I would have never known and I would have never met her and I would have never had a whole other family. That's another cheerleader for me um, if he didn't come back. And I would be missing out on that entire part of my life if he didn't, you know, connect us. So I'm grateful. <sighs> And like now it's like happy tears. That was really powerful. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I want you to, I mean, I want to invite you to sit with me in that moment, in this moment right here. Talk to me about what's coming up right here in this moment. Um. I haven't been able to cry. <laughs> like I don't cry often and I didn't allow myself to cry because I had to be so strong and I had to do so many things and talk to insurances and the coroners and detectives and all of these people that I didn't even get to feel anything. And I just feel so grateful that I got to be with my emotions for a little bit. <laughs> I just, I feel joyful now. I just feel, I just feel love. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, 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 yes. I want you to write this down. Okay. Number five, confession. <laughs> number six put this in quotation pennies 
<laughs> and number seven, release. What else is here? Mm, what else is here? I don't think it's what else. It's just really the love. <laughs> I I try to share that. I try to be that. I try to embody that. I try to do that. Like that's what the world needs. It just needs some more love. So I just feel I just feel the love right now. How does it feel? As you said, you want to embody it mm -hmm. and you want to give it out. How does it feel to experience it? <laughs> um to experience love it's just like it is the it's like the most joyful thing in the world who doesn't want to experience love like that's that's the best feeling to feel it to be like to be able to share that with another human being that's everything that's being connected that's oneness that's being in the present moment, sharing the yes. love. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. I want to take a moment. How are you feeling now compared to the beginning of the call? Of this conversation, I mean. Well, before I felt very heavy and I keep, I kept saying this, like, I'm like, I'm going to be on a podcast and it's going to be so heavy. Um, but like, I feel so much lighter now. Like, I love this metaphor. I feel like a little kid jumping up and down on Christmas day. Like, let me see, let me see, let me see. Like, that is me right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes. Mm. I just want to take a moment and just stay in this second because this is such a good space. And I want you to absorb all of that. So I'm just, you know what, I'm just going to give you, you know what, I'm just going to give you a minute, two minutes, just sit and absorb in it. Just absorb it, just absorb that. Y'all can't see me, I'm dancing right now in this space. So. Hey, I can see you now. <laughs> oh man. Right now, was there any, like, what else is here? Okay. Um, sorry, I did get frozen, so I saw you dancing. No, it's all good. What else is here? Um, now, I just want to bring more love into, like, more relationships. And... I feel like I embody love, but I feel like I need to be more verbal and more vocal mm. about it because I 
I'm very passionate about language. Conscious language um, is so important and choosing to actually say what you mean and mean what you say. Um, I, I lost the habit of saying I love you to people. Whereas when I was younger, I would say I love you all the time to everyone, yeah. like all my friends. I would say I love you every time I hang up the phone, every time I say goodbye. And, you know, I feel like COVID kind of made me lose that. Like there's no more hugging and that sucks. Yeah. I could really give my love by showing it and letting them feel me love on them. But now we can't do that. So I feel like I really want to be more vocal and verbal um, with loving people and letting yeah. them feel like, hey, I love you. So that's what's coming up for me right now. What possibilities do you see when you verbally express your love? Um, I feel like it will really show people. Like, okay, there's there's a sense of when two people are in a relationship, not mm -hmm. like a romantic relationship, just relationships in general. There's a sense of, someone could be needing another person and they could feel needed, but in the sense of, oh, they just want me around because they need someone and not to be alone. But they could think that because I'm not telling them, I actually enjoy your presence. I actually like you. I love you as a person. Yeah. You're the person I'm choosing to give my time to. Um, so I feel like it, the relationships will flourish and I feel like they will be um, stronger, more united. And I've been struggling with relationships recently. So I feel like there'd be no more question marks. The question marks are not, they're not fun when you have to be wondering about things. I just wanna be clear. So I feel like the communication will be clear. So what will help you reach your goal? <clears throat> what will help me reach my goal? Um, hmm. You know, I was told the other day that I'm the only one who shows up and that, that hit that hit me in my heart a little different. Mm. And I, I, it makes me happy when I'm just like, why are you shocked? Like I told you I was gonna do it. I mean what I say and I say what I mean. Um, so I feel like I'd just be like um, empowering that by you know using better language. Yeah. So what obstacles will you overcome? Um, what obstacles will I be overcoming? So this is new to me, but I just read about it. I'd be overcoming the Babel virus, which is unconscious language, just saying what you're exposed to. I'd be consciously making the decisions of the words leaving my mouth rather than just talking to talk. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that 
moment of stepping back and thinking before I speak is also going to make me a better listener as well. As a coach, I feel like I'm a good listener, but that that skill can always be growing. Yeah. So when you meet your goal, I want you to hear when you meet it, mm -hmm. how, will you, how will you celebrate it? Um, how will I celebrate it? Hmm. It's going to be a car jam session all the way. A big one. What we like, blasting? What music we blasting? <laughs> music all the way up, windows down, screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm going to be vibing to the extreme. What song is going to be playing? What song is going to be playing? Hmm. The song Free by Lewis. I think it's Lewis the Child. Yeah. It is just, it's going to be my summer song this year. I'm just going to be free and I'm going to be living life to the fullest as my most authentic self should. Write this down. Okay. Number eight, free. Wow. Yeah. What's coming up right now? Because you said, yeah. No, what's coming up? What's coming up right there? Um, I'm just like, the power of coaching just always blows my mind. And I was talking to a good friend of mine yesterday who's a coach as well. And we were both talking about how a lot of the older generations just push therapy, push therapy, push therapy. And I'm just like, you don't understand coaching is my therapy not everyone's therapy is going to be the same coaching is my therapy and look at where we are right now we just covered so many things and i don't feel heavy anymore yeah. like whereas i used to go to therapy it was just heavy in heavy out but now i'm heavy and light so there it is there it is i just feel like i need to write my own word down and i feel like number nine is light Write that down. <laughs> Write it down. Written down. All right. Earlier, you talked about re-forgiving your dad. I wanted to ask about that. But before we do, I want to ask if there's anything else to talk about in this space. Um, I feel like... I was, I feel like it wasn't my dad I needed to forgive. Mm, I feel like I needed to forgive myself. There it is. Talk to me about that. Tell me more about that. Um, I haven't written him a letter. Like you, you verbally made me do that. And I've been procrastinating writing him a letter because I'm just like, I don't know what's going to come up. And it's been really like so conflicting, as I've said that topic. So I just feel so blessed to be able to have, you know, you here with me and unpack it with me and be here with me. So I'm not by myself in my head. Um, like I'm so present right now. So 
I just feel I'm just over the moon in the stars like out of this world write this down forgive my I had to forgive myself Okay. So do you, right now, in this moment, do you feel like you still need to write that letter? I don't. Okay. And I don't feel guilty about it either because I know that he heard me. He's, he's listening right now. So I'm just happy that he knows how I feel about him. Um, yeah. So the reason why I had you write those perspectives down is that anytime you feel your saboteur come against you, you now have 10 weapons to fight mm -hmm. him. And not only are there words, there's stories behind those words. Yeah. So there are pow there's power behind that. Mm. So seeing all those perspectives that you are embodying and living right now. Yeah. What is coming up for you? What's coming up for me? I just feel so open. And like, I feel so authentic and I feel resilient and I feel empowered. Yeah. Okay, write, write this down. Authentic, resilient, and empowered. Okay. Now you have 11, now you have 11 weapons. <laughs> oh. uh, this was amazing. Like I am so blown away how much we covered and how much came out. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. wow. That's why I'm sitting there. Yeah, that's a celebration. Celebrate that. Yeah. Celebrate that. That's a, that, this is a big moment. You went from heavy to light. Mm -hmm. Don't take that lightly. That's a celebrating moment. Mm -hmm. Celebrate that. <laughs> So now, is there anything else that is coming or, or anything else you wanted to talk about? How you're an amazing coach. <laughs> um, <laughs> can we just all acknowledge how amazing that was, please? Oh, thank God, man. That's, I'm thanking Jesus on that one because I'm just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Help. And then this came. So definitely glory to him. For real. <laughs> that's all glory but yes is there anything else you wanted to bring up no i'm just so thankful thank you for having me on here thank you for coaching me oh my goodness no problem thank you and now my coaching hat is off that was an amazing that was that was beautiful like i was sitting there you know how it's it's kind of like you had an out-of-body experience like you see it's like oh snap this is this is great this came up oh snap this came up <laughs> But yeah, um, but now 
thank you for doing this. Thank you for coming on, sharing your story, wanting to be coached. I appreciate you. I really do. Thank you for this. Um, so right now, the floor is yours. Tell people how they connect with you, websites, social media, because like I said, Taylor's dope. Like if y'all need to connect with her, man, like y'all need to connect with her. So please, the floor is yours. Let them know how they can connect with you. Okay. <laughs> well, as you know, we did meet in a coaching course. So I am a life coach. Um, my goal is to empower women. Um, you can contact me on my Instagram, my Facebook. I do also have a website. It is all under T, the level up coach. T for Taylor, the level up coach. Yes, that's me. Um, that is the same on all platforms. So you can look me up on any of them. I am trying to be as present as possible on all of my platforms, but I do um, respond the most on Instagram. However, that is the best form of contact. And yeah, just reach out to me. I'm always here. I coach one-on-one. -on -one. I'm trying to do more group sessions too. So if you and your girlfriends want to be coached, I'm all here for it. Um, I'm down to coach anyone, but you know, gotta love women empower women. Mm. Awesome. Also, for all of you who didn't catch that and put that in the show notes, because like I said, I want y'all to connect with her. I really, really do. And Taylor, I know I've said this before and I will say it again. Thank you for this. Truly, honestly, thank you. I appreciate you. I really do. I really do. Thank you. That was a powerful session. Such a powerful session. She realized that she had to forgive herself. That's powerful. And that's what coaching can do. Coaching can help you navigate the path to what is really needed in your life. And this is something I help you with. Whether it's learning how to forgive someone or getting the tools to forgive someone or trying to find the career that you're meant to have. That's what coaching can do for you. And that's what we here at Breakthrough Coaching can do. If you want to be coached, schedule a session. That link is in the show notes below. I honestly want to thank Taylor for being open and vulnerable for doing this session. I appreciate her. I appreciate you so much for that. I really do. Also, for all those who are listening, please do us a favor and leave us a five-star written review. It really helps the podcast get more reach. I appreciate that. I know that there are times where we don't have the strength to forgive those who have hurt us, to do what it takes in this episode, and more. We can only do these things with the power of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins to be forgiven in the past, present, and future. And he rose from the grave to give us eternal life, a relationship with God himself, power over sin, and power over the enemy. If you want Jesus Christ in your life, just pray this. Dear Lord, thank you for dying for my sins and my wrongdoings in the past, present, and future. I confess and believe that you died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose again. I give my life to you, Lord. Please come to my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you pray that prayer, I want to say welcome to the family. This is the best decision you could ever make in your life. Now that you've made this decision, get in a good Bible teaching church who preaches the gospel and message of Jesus Christ. You can look on Google, social media, and ask family and friends for recommendations. 
Also, there may have been some things said in this episode that may have triggered some bad memories and bad feelings. If this is the case, please seek a licensed therapist to talk them out. You can go through your healthcare provider, Google, or ask family and friends who receive therapy for recommendations. I want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Power Forgiveness Podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate it on all platforms, and most importantly, share this with other people. You never know what they're going through. I want to let you know that the Power Forgiveness has a group page on Facebook. Join the group and get in on the conversation. That link is in the show notes. I also have my social media page in the show notes. You can follow me on both Instagram and Facebook. You can also leave me a voice message on Anchor. I would love to hear from you. Also, I need your help. I'm enrolled in a coaching program through my local college pursuing a certification in life coaching with the International Coach Federation. As part of the curriculum, I need to reach 100 hours in order to become certified. I'm hoping to connect with individuals who have an interest in being coached and move the needle in their life or needing help in forgiving those who have hurt them. Many people have an interest in moving from where they are to where they want to be, and coaching can be the key that unlocks that potential. I'm asking if you or anyone you know might benefit from coaching to please contact me. I would be happy to chat more about it and be grateful for the help it provides to further my qualification. Also, the first session is free. If you're interested and want to help, click on the link of my bio and schedule a session. I want you all to have an amazing week. And remember that forgiveness is not letting what that person or people said or did to you affect you, your spirit, your future, or where you're going in life. And that's not an excuse for or enabling someone's behavior, but not letting what that person or people did hold you back or keep you from being or grabbing all that God wants you to be or has for you. Have a good one.